Good morning and welcome to Teaching Mums Network Podcast. I'm your host, Lulu Lincoln, and this is episode 13 and the final one of 500 Days of Summer. Today's episode is called Goodbye Summer, Hello New Chan. So, as I said, this is the last segment of my 500 Days of Summer series. Hasn't it flown? Right, um... I won't bore you with the weather, but I will say that summer has been absolutely amazing. Um, we have had highs and lows and tears. We've been to the seaside. Um, we've had lots of appliances break down. I've been able to do some planning and some thinking and catching up with friends and family. And it's almost September. So as part of my preparation for going back to work, I really, really needed some advice and I thought who better to ask than my wonderful husband and best friend, Mr Lincoln. I know what you're thinking, it's so brave asking somebody that sees me before 5am, ninja mum style, and after 5pm, also ninja mum, about what I should be doing well in order to avoid burnout and crying every day until next July. So I have three tips for you from Mr Lincoln himself. Tip number one, save some of your passion for home. So that was really hard to take because I am incredibly passionate. And what happened last year is that I'd spend all my time at school, my entire day, giving to everybody else, other people's children, other people's families, colleagues, work, and then come home feeling completely flat and then have nothing to give to my own family, which is not sustainable and in fact it's very dangerous emotionally because if you do that every day of course after six weeks you'll be completely exhausted and completely burnt out and probably creating lots of tension in the place that you want to feel safest and happiest which is at home so what my husband said to me is that first of all teaching is your job so go in and do your job well and then come home And it sounds so simple, but I think what I found very difficult, and it's something that I'm learning to do now, is to separate my working day from my time at home. And what often happens, not necessarily just women, but definitely for my personality type, I will come home carrying all the woes and stresses of the day, dump them at home, and then burden my family. Now, it doesn't mean that I can't share what has happened in my working day that's not what he means at all what he means is that he doesn't want my job to zap all of my love and energy and my time so he was really really kind and honest and just said be careful be careful and balance it so that you still have something to give when you come home very good advice so tip number one save some of your passion for home tip number two that Mr Lincoln gave was don't take everything so personally yikes now um, I am a very very sensitive person and the good thing about being a sensitive person is that when people that I love are going through things I can really walk through the situation with them and I will cry with my friends or relatives I will laugh with them and really really walk through the journeys that they share with me with them but that doesn't work in teaching 
because taking everything personally means that you are always on the defensive you are always trying to explain yourself out of situations you're always offended you're always upset now i'm saying this as somebody that has lived every single day up until now like that and when you're working in education you do have to be thick-skinned because of observations because of reviews because of appraisals because of mentoring because of working with other colleagues because of shared practice you can't afford to take everything personally and this is no judgment on you mums this is really um, a reflection of myself and looking at how little I have benefited from taking everything personally now that's not to say that there aren't unkind people out there and and that there aren't people being unpleasant in schools what it does mean is that sometimes things just mean what they mean if someone comes to look at your classroom and, and says for example oh you really need to put some more work up work from your children up on display that's not a um a criticism of my ability as a teacher that's just saying in a school you need to see the children's work up on the wall and I know what my husband meant when he said to me try not to take everything so personally because I know that if I don't get the results or the assessment results that I want if I don't get the type of observation feedback that I want I get very 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 disappointed very disappointed and he's just said he said to me sweetheart don't be so hard on yourself do your best but don't be so hard on yourself and it made me think and I just thought what would my year be like if I didn't take everything personally I think I'd be much happier I'll have much more emotional energy for when I come home and when I want to spend time with my teaching mom's community outside of work when I want to see my immediate family my extended family when I want to be around my church family, there's so many things I could benefit from or that would impact me positively if I didn't take everything so personally. So that was tip number two. Don't take everything so personally. So tip number one, say some of your passion for home. Tip number two, don't take everything so personally. And tip number three, which I thought was hilarious, not everybody likes to do things your way. I mean, what on earth is he talking about? Of course they do. So this one um, is because I would say I'm naturally, I don't like to use the term narrow-minded because that sounds quite negative, but I do like to see things in one way because I think it's how I've imagined it and when I've imagined something in a certain way and it doesn't happen that way, I do get disappointed and I know what you're thinking, oh my goodness Lily, you are not five. But I think I'm quite a creative person and quite inventive and quite imaginative and I do plan things out mentally before I execute them or share them with somebody. And so when it doesn't go my way, I do grieve, you know, and I think a lot of people who would consider themselves to be artistic or control freaks (laughs) will have this issue. Um, The good thing about planning Um, And when I say planning, I don't mean planning as in the teaching term planning. I mean planning in the wider sense. Planning your day, planning holidays, um, planning special occasions, an anniversary, a child's birthday party. You do envisage what it is you want to see. 
And in the same way, when you're planning for your class or for the week, you're planning an English lesson or a maths lesson, you do have the end in mind, don't you? You think, by the end of this lesson, I want at least 85% of the children in my class to be able to multiply two-digit numbers, and then you really want to work backwards, don't you? And sometimes, if you're working with other people, and this is particularly true of schools, they will not see the same path that you see even if your outcome is the same and this is particularly true if you have a a year partner you're both in year two or you're both year six teachers or you're both nursery teachers I think my husband is trying to find a nice way of saying to me be a little bit more flexible and being a little bit more flexible means that as long as the outcome is the same or the goal is the same or the value is the same how we get there as long as it's ethical as long as it's um realistic okay I don't think it matters how you get there and that was hard for me to take because I do like to do things my own way um which in some respects lends itself really well to teaching because it's your classroom it's your class but I am part of a wider school and it's very important that as a teacher whether you're an NQT or you're an experienced teacher you have to be able to work well with others now my natural personality and I keep saying this a lot and the reason I say this a lot because I've been able to get to know myself very very well and I've become an expert in that I'm an introvert and being an introvert doesn't mean that I'm quiet or shy it just means that I draw strength and energy from being alone and I find it draining being around lots of other people all of the time and of course when you're a teacher you are around people all of the time all of the time little people adults parents families and then of course your own family so I have to spend time on my own each day to re-energize and refocus rejuvenate to get through the rest of my day and so having that personality type means that I will usually do things my own way and um, I've had to learn to be flexible and so with Mr Lincoln saying to me actually not everybody likes to do things your way it was um, challenging and um, it did hurt a little bit because I thought well is he trying to say my ideas are not good and actually that isn't what he was saying he's not saying my ideas are not good he's just saying that other people's ideas even if they're not like mine doesn't mean that they won't work and this is key to being a teacher and key to being a mum the reason it's key to being a teacher is because you can half your workload if we <laughs> if we can move away from being so precious about everything if you don't mind your plans being shredded or being changed and these are your plans for your lessons girls okay if you don't mind your plans or your classroom or your displays being juggled around to make things more effective for learners and more useful for um visitors and people coming in to find out about learning in your classroom then just change it but one thing that I learned the hard way is that when you're really precious about something and it doesn't go the way that you want it to go the come down is very very hard because there could um, there could be a lot of negative self-talk there could be um, a downward spiral especially if your mental health is sensitive you might consider yourself to have failed when actually you didn't fail 
it's just a U-turn or a bump in the road. And being in, in schools and working in education for 16 years, it has shown me that there are so many good ways to do the right thing. And I think if your outcome is positive and somebody working with you has the same intention and outcome as you do, then the way that you get there doesn't really matter. So those were the three tips. Save some of your passion for home. Don't take everything so personally. And not everybody likes to do things your way. Mr Lincoln, you are a breath of fresh air. It has been really, really wonderful to just reflect on the summer and think about the things that have gone really well and the things that have not worked. And I wanted to end this series with this advice, not just for me, for every teaching mum out there, because it's just after 6am, everybody's asleep and the sun has only just come up. And what that says to me is that, you know, summer is ending and that's okay. And I'm actually, for the first time in many, many years, really looking forward to going back to work. And part of that is because I have prepared. Now, I don't know exactly what will happen every single day, every moment of the day. But what I do know is um, I have a plan for what I want to do. In my classroom, I have set up my work wardrobe, which means that I've ironed every single outfit in my wardrobe, so I have something to wear at least once every day for the next six weeks, which means when the days start to get a little bit shorter, I can have a little bit more time in bed whilst it's still dark. It will save me about half an hour to 45 minutes every day because I won't need to iron Another thing that we have done as a family is just spoken about the after-school routine, who will be available when, and traditionally my husband always takes the first week of September off because I go back to work before school starts, obviously because I'm a teacher and a mum, so um, I'd really encourage you if you have a, a work wardrobe Just prepare as much of it as you can because what you want to do is have your future you saying, oh my goodness, sweetheart, you're amazing. I'm so glad you got an hour's extra sleep today because you don't have anything to iron. Get your work wardrobe ready. Try and batch cook. We're going to have a go at that this weekend. Just preparing a few meals in advance so that you have lunch to take to work and you don't need to cook when you come back from school. And then the other thing is depending on the age of your children, just thinking about childcare who is taking who where and when and who will be home at what time after school um i think that's about it for today now just before i end this episode i want to talk to you about next season now tomorrow's the first of september and i've just released a video on youtube about all of the new things you have to look forward to with the teaching mums network coming to you from tomorrow onwards next month's series and and next season will be called ninja mum ninja teacher now i'm not going to give too much away but what i will say is head over to teachingmums.com subscribe to teaching mums network if you haven't already bought a copy of my book of poems 
it's called Not Just a Mother and you can buy a copy on teachingmoms.com. If you don't have any resources and you'd like to buy some, please visit my bookshop underneath the willow tree where you can buy books for your children at home, stationery and resources for your classroom. There are fabric bags that you can use as book bags or as a prize for children who have done something wonderful in your class. There's lots of things to look at. So head on over to teachingmums.com today so that you can find out exactly what we're doing. I just want to say thank you. I've had lots of listeners over the past five or six weeks and you are amazing girls and I really appreciate your time, your listening ear, the feedback you've given, um, some of the things people have said to me on Instagram, um, Twitter and on Facebook and on WhatsApp actually. I'd just like to say a huge thank you because having an audience and having people listening to what you think and listening to your ideas is such a privilege that I don't take lightly so I want to thank you dearly for being on this journey with me it has been amazing so far and there'll be lots more to come as always if you need to get in touch with me you can get in touch with me via email lulu at teachingmoms.com that's lulu at teachingmoms.com so that's the end of the series of 500 days of summer you've been listening to episode 13 goodbye summer hello new term go over to teachingmoms.com for the notes to go with the show and links to the network subscription program and links to my bookshop have a fantastic day see you next season bye